Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hi, this is episode number 115 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Why Worry? Part 3. This month, we're going to be covering the topic of why worry. There have been so many different disasters all over the country, and we need to remember God's command of not worrying. I'm going to be sharing with you some excerpts from a talk that I gave years ago at a retreat. So I'm just going to pull out little nuggets and share them with you this month, and I hope that you'll enjoy them. God bless, and let's listen. If you can just remember that, when all of a sudden, here we are, maybe someone has spilt food on your clothes. <laughs> Something has happened. And it's a moment where you can get very anxious if I tried to like, okay, now what am I going to do? Now here I have this stuff on me, and now I got a cleaner's bill, I have this, you know, what in the world am I going to do? Well, what I have to do at that point is say, Father, I give it to you. These pants are not that important. If any of you that witnessed it tonight, the waitress was so apologetic. She felt so bad. It was better for me to just go ahead and forget the pants and just really deal with her and help her because she was carrying now a heavy load of guilt and everything. So what I did was like, Lord, I just give it to you. These pants are not that important. To really not refuse God's sovereignty, but to acknowledge and recognize God is in control. My gosh, he gave me this pair of pants. He can give me another pair of pants. He loves me. He knows all about this. I had a chance now to be a witness to this waitress. Either I can get angry with her and I can say, you fool, or look what you did to me and have cats running after me as they were teasing me and everything. <laughs> it could, I could have made her feel really bad, but then what? No, I have to realize that this didn't just happen by chance. I came right at that time and that was spilled on me. So then what I could do is just recognize God's in control. And it's an opportunity to be a witness. And I want her to know who he is and to make her feel better. And even when the manager came to me and offered to pay for the cleaner's bill, I had a chance to what? To just try to be a witness to her too. Am I puffing myself up? No, I'm trying to give you an example of how this works. Then, instead of yielding to my flesh, gone her, I can't believe this. I, you know, I just got this clean. Now she's going to come here and spill this stuff on me. I'm probably stinking in front of everybody. I probably will have 10 cats chasing me when I go back to the building. I better not walk outside. I better go across the atrium. You know, instead of getting into my flesh, yield to the Spirit. And just what? Allow the Holy Spirit to give me what is one of the fruits? Self-control. Now, do you see how that works? So let me give you another example. 
1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 1 to 42. You'll see the story of Nabal's wife, who was Abigail. And if, if I can just make this real brief. What happened was Nabal, he loved to drink, party and do all these different things, and he just wasn't the best husband at all. And Abigail had an anxious moment when her husband would not feed David and his army because David and his army had protected Nabal's herds, the sheep out in the field. And here, David and his men got hungry, and all they did was ask for something to eat. Well, you know, we've been protecting your sheep. We do you a little favor, you scratch your back, scratch ours. And Nabal was like, this is paraphrasing. And then David got like, he's not going to talk to me like that. Come on, let's mount up. Let's go get Nabal and just wipe all them out. So then one of the servants had heard about it, ran, told Abigail, his wife. And then Abigail was like, okay, now what am I going to do here? Now she had an anxious moment, but what did she do? She did what she could do. She gathered up, told the servants, come on, gather, let's get some nice bread and everything, and, and let's get some food together and all like that, and let's go meet David. And that's what she did. She did what she could do, and then she was just trusting the Lord to take over from there. She met David. She apologized, offered. She said, would you please take this? Again, I'm paraphrasing. And David wound up accepting that apology. And then he even thanked Abigail for keeping him from sinning, and so he blessed her and saying, boy, you saved me too from shedding blood this day. God bless you. And then here, Nabal drops dead. David marries Abigail. And it's a great love story. <laughs> Read it. They're better than romance novels. When I am afraid, what? I will trust in him. God solved the greatest problem that we ever could face, and that was the problem of sin. And he solved that problem when he placed his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross on our behalf. If God took care of the biggest problem that all of us have had in our life, how much more the daily things that touch our lives? You see, the Bible says that God loved us so much that he wanted us to be able to have an eternal relationship with him. John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Romans 3, 23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means every one of us. And this results in sin and separation from our Lord. Then when you think about Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. A gift is something free. It's not earned. Here we find out if we remained in sin, the only wages or payment that we're going to get is death. But God, with his free gift of eternal life, is waiting and saying, Here, it can be received through my Son. In 1 Peter 3.18a, it says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. But that only answer in being able to be drawn back to him in fellowship is through his Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us. He didn't just die and remain in a death state. He rose again the third day, having victory over all sin, death, worry, anything that we could be anxious over. John 14.6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Romans 10, 9 and 10. 
that if you would confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with the heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Without having Jesus Christ in your life, all you have to do is admit that you need him, that you're a sinner. Be willing to turn from your sins by repenting or changing your mind. I'm not going to continue in this state of sin or in a state of worry. I'm going to have victory through Jesus Christ. I want to have my life changed. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross and that he rose from the grave. Instead of us being placed on that cross, he took our place. And he made it possible then that we can be set free and that we can have this victory that he's talking about. That's why he can tell us, do not worry. Why? Because he's made it possible and given us the power and the strength to be able to do that. So through prayer right now, you can invite Jesus to come in and control your life through the Holy Spirit and receive him as your Lord and Savior. Let's all stand, please. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.